All right, we are live. It is the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. I am Clay Edwards. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I've got my boy Sean Yurt-Karan sitting across from me. We've had a couple days to recover from our election night and post-election shows. And we are, uh, maybe we have our, our wits about us today. You know, uh, I'm actually glad Chip skydived in on us. Wednesday, because I don't he know saved how us. The, yeah, I don't know he how the did. show would have gone. He did. He saved us. So, uh, anyway, looking forward to uh, today's show. Coming up at the top of the 8 o'clock hour, we have got True Crime Mama. Big, big TikTok uh, account there. She follows all these true crime stuff. She breaks a lot of stories, actually. She's got some good sources. We're going to be talking to True Crime Mama about the Joshua Brown case here in Jackson. That is the alleged JSU shooter who is still sitting in jail with a lot of evidence saying he may not be the shooter. And we're going to see, other than the video, why people think he's innocent. I want, also want to ask her, how did he become a a uh, suspect to begin with if he was uh, nowhere near Jackson? So I've got we got some questions. Hopefully True Crime Mama has got some answers. And who knows what else we'll talk about. She's got a very interesting account, and I love true crime stuff. So we'll make sure we get her linked up on the uh, in the Facebook group or something like that, and y'all can go follow True Crime Mama if you're on TikTok. You know, let, why don't we talk about TikTok for a second? Sure. That was a big topic of the, uh, the debate, debate Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, real quick, the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. 769-241-1944. The phone line this morning. 601-879-0002. You guys be careful out on the roads today. It's raining for the first time in about a year. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that, that it tends to make the road a little slicker when it hasn't had any rain to wash the oil and stuff off. So uh, be careful this morning out on the roads. All right, Sean. So Trump started this you know, a couple of years back about banning TikTok. And I just think a bunch of conservatives jumped right on board who had never been on TikTok Myself included mm-hmm. at the time. Myself included. Oh, Daddy Trump said it. You know, he must know what he's talking about. And I'm not even saying he's wrong, you know, as far as the, the China aspect of it all. But, but now that I've uh, dove off into TikTok and it's become a source of income. Yeah. I will, you're pro TikTok now. I will vote Democrat if the, if the ticket is to ban, to ban TikTok. From any of these candidates. So the whole uh, theory behind banning TikTok is because it's, the, it's a Chinese app. Is that it's right? It's a Chinese app. I guess they're getting our information. I don't know what information they're getting other than maybe your PayPal information if you if you have your PayPal account. I don't know what they can – what information do they need unless it's just our viewing habits. Well, Clay really likes – Clay Edwards in Jackson, Mississippi. He really loves those two dogs in that meme. So that's how yeah. we'll, that's, <laughs> that's how we'll get him as those two dogs. He really loves sexually inappropriate memes that he sends his buddies. Yeah. You know, oh, we know all his dirty secrets. Sean watches all the flight attendant uh, TikToks, you know, the Chinese have got that information now. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, and and I look, I get the argument that people say it's poisoning our children. The TikTok in China is all educational stuff. Bro, that's kind of on parents a little bit, isn't it? I mean, I think yeah, to regulate their whatever usage they're whatever they're doing, TikTok, yeah, I mean, Facebook. Inst- I mean, don't they say that Instagram and Facebook are you know addictive? And I thought there was like some lawsuits recently over that. I read especially briefly. Instagram, especially you know, mm. it's from from teenagers. I mean, I think Facebook's addictive to drama lovers. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Facebook's the old person social media app. It's become now. 
I truly believe, now granted I spent a couple hours a day on it looking for stuff to talk about, mm-hmm. Facebook is a dying platform. Yeah. It, it's not been, growing. Mm-hmm. It's not, and, and younger people are not getting on it. it it's, it's like where my daughter, for instance, she has a Facebook account, and she'll post family-friendly stuff mm-hmm. there. You know, look, but then, uh, you know, Instagram stories, Snapchat stories, TikTok, it's way more stuff for her and her friends. Yeah, that's what I've read too about the those. But they said actually that Facebook is is been dead, and that or you know obviously dying on the vine, and then Instagram is the next one to go. That's I read this whole story like in the Atlantic about that recently. Like I don't I don't know why in, in, I guess Instagram was really popular like five or six years ago if you got on that bandwagon. Yeah, and now it's kind of their their membership has declined too. So you TikTok's know, the one that's growing the most. Yeah, and of course all the censorship doesn't help. But trust me, there's plenty of censorship on TikTok as well. But that's just where the people are at right now. I can post. I have the same amount of followers. Well, just off by a couple thousand. My Save Jackson Instagram has 32,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Close to 33, something like that. My TikTok has just turned 36,000. Dang. Over the, the other day. I can post the same video on one versus the other. Yeah. I'm, you know, now, one thing I will say about Instagram is a video will stay in the algorithm longer. And mm-hmm. it has, it's got legs over there because they mm-hmm. shove it over to Facebook Reels and stuff too. Yeah. So I can get a video. I'll get an update for a video. Your video just hit one million views. And I'm like, man, what? Did something just go viral? And it's something from six months ago that's still still spinning. Okay. So I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting, you know? And then over on Instagram, the virality of it, uh, and I hope I'm saying that word right, the ability to go viral instantly is way more likely. I can post something there, and it may get five hundred thousand views in twenty four hours. Okay, and then it then it dies. on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. What okay. did I say? It's an Instagram. I think. I'm sorry, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah. The ability to go viral is instant over there. Okay, like, and uh, it will, but it'll 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 get hot for a couple of days. Now I've had some that have died and come back. <laughs> so it's kind of weird, but it seems that seems to have a more on Instagram. But the ability to go instantly viral is 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 on TikTok right now. Anthony Anthony. Oliver Anthony music. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a damn shame. Yeah, sure. That's that's because of TikTok. Okay. I mean, they loaded it on YouTube, and somebody clipped it up a little bit, threw it on TikTok, and next thing you know, it was the background music on every TikTok video, and it went viral. Yeah, and this is anecdotal, but everybody I know that uses TikTok a lot is addicted to it. Like, my dad at 74 sits on it all day. He loves yeah. it. You know, people just love it. I don't, it doesn't do that for me. I'm not – I mean, I'll, yeah. some of it makes me laugh, but it's just not my thing. But most people I know that – just are really, really into it. Not like they don't look on Facebook and Instagram the same way they do TikTok. I guess well, it maybe doesn't have that addictive nature of the other platforms. Sure. And look, try taking something that everybody, now when I say everybody, I mean groups from every, everybody, people from every group. Try mm-hmm. taking something people like away from them. I think I think that's going to be a problem. And, we're, and we're most of them, I recall this on uh, Wednesday night. Most of them are in favor of it, except for Vivek. Right, yeah. Vivek was the one saying, you know, making fun of Nikki Haley and yeah. sending her daughters on TikTok and all that stuff. She's a boomer, man. The, yeah. Everybody else on that stage, other than Vivek, just comes across like a boomer. Because they were all the rest of them are all anti TikTok. I think pro war, anti TikTok. Talk about Nikki Haley being pro war. I saw the Babylon Bee joke about it the next mm-hmm. day. It was kind of like. Uh, Haley balks on question about which country she wouldn't invade. Yeah. You know, she was, and it was, you know, I had actually liked her prior to this, but I, she became, came across Wednesday night so hawkish. Like, basically, we're going to war in the Middle East. We're going to, you know, stay in, go into Ukraine, all this stuff. And uh, I, I didn't, I don't know if that was, I was wondering when I was watching it, 
and it's funny you and I talk about this all the time. Like you like to watch things and form your own opinion, and then you read stuff, and that kind of helps you form certain things. But as I was watching, and I was like, "Wow, man, she's like kind of changed tunes." I mean, I know she was pro-war, kind of a neocon beforehand, but I don't know if someone advised her to just go all in Wednesday night because that's where she, that's what she did. And then I I felt that way watching it, and then I saw all the stuff on social media that seems like everybody else felt that way that she had really moved hard into the uh, pro-war stance. Uh, look at look at her donors and see who. Mm. You know, see see which military industrial complex member is funding her campaign, and I think it'll that'll answer all your questions about her being hawkish. Probably so. But she, I mean, you did did you? Oh, that's right. You watched some of the clips. I right? watched the clips. I just I, I I was doing. I just didn't want to talk. It's the it's the JV deal. Mm-hmm. Trump's up fifty points over any of them. What's, yeah. what's the point? I mean, it's entertainment, I guess. But mm-hmm. you know, and I think Vivek is a, is a star. I think I really I think it's Vivek. And the rest of them, I, mean, I guess DeSantis allegedly did pretty good, but or he didn't. You know, his first one he didn't come out being hurt in. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought so too. He did. That was his best debate. Yeah. That was definitely his best debate. Um, and uh, yeah, Vivek, you know, he's just he's got that kind of personality. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna say things that are. I mean, which is like his point to say things, and they go viral. Like we're just talking about, it. people are talking about him. And you know, this yeah. is a guy six months ago nobody was talking about barely. Well, yeah, well, back to the TikTok conversation, Nikki Haley. It wants to ban TikTok, and then Vivek said, well, your, your daughter's on TikTok. Why don't you clean up your own house yeah. first? Yeah, I saw that part. And uh, you know, By the way, her daughter's 23 and married. So mm-hmm. It wasn't like he was attacking a 14-year-old. Okay. I didn't even know how she was. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's, but, she's 23? 20 and married. Okay. You know, so w- worry, about your own, worry about your own family before you, before you worry about everybody else's. And you know, so back to the TikTok algorithm. That this is what seems to be gets the sand in most people's crawl is algorithms. And I think it's people who don't necessarily understand how algorithms work. And I'm not here shilling for Chinese algorithms. I mean, sure, what they allow our our kids to see versus what they allow Chinese kids to see is bad. But for instance, Sean, most of my TikToks are stuff that I like. I mean, I share a lot of videos with you. And most of it's dumb humor yeah, I don't follow a lot of political stuff on TikTok. No, I don't I know that, that you've anywhere. ever really... I get that anywhere else. Yeah, I don't know that you've ever sent me a political TikTok before. No, most of it was just comical, silly meme stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, about guys getting in trouble and those two dogs looking back and forth at each other with <laughs> that, a dumb look That one's actually face. pretty good if anybody wants to look that up. That, yeah, one, that two one's pretty funny. <laughs> and, but it, it, that's what I get in my algorithm because that's the stuff I like and seek out to look. Now, last night I did. I got a haircut yesterday over at Jonathan Boone's place in California. Concept. Shout out to my barber. I just wanted to give my barber a shout out, man. So I did a little video. I was like, "Hey, man, shout out to the barber. The fade is on point." And I used a couple hashtag barber hashtag Mississippi barber type hashtags. Well, the literally the next time I closed the app and I opened it, what videos am I seeing? Stuff about barbers, huh? Haircuts immediately. I say all that to say this. TikTok shows you what you're interested in. That's how the algorithms work. My YouTube is the same way. It shows me stuff that I'm interested in. Unfortunately, I'm going to say something kind of tough here for parents to hear. If your kid is interested in transgender type nonsense, is interested in gay stuff, that's the algorithm doesn't necessarily know it's a kid. They're going to show them what they're what they went and peeked into and more of it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it do, and it does that on other platforms too, on Facebook, it, right? If you if you all like that. all these pages, you start seeing like, I mean, my page is all Miami Dolphins, whatever. I yeah. mean, because obviously I'm interested in that. So I mean, I think that's gonna would 
be what TikTok's going to do too. Well, you know, and I'm sure it has access to your microphone and all that. And I mean, I've heard Joe Rogan talk about the stuff that when you agree to a TikTok account, it gives them access to all this stuff. If your phone's linked to your computer and this, that, and the other, and, you know, that's that's tough. You Is know, Rogan no. against it. Or? Well, he's a, he's he's not necessarily for banning it, but he's just in his original form. There was a there was the user terms of service was was tough. Okay, I remember that. Con- I remember hearing that now, but I don't. My phone don't link to my computer. Mm-hmm. You know, any other thing in my house. So I, you know, anyway, all that aside, if we're just talking about the platform in and of itself. If you if you do away with TikTok, what? People going to run to Instagram because they've been the stalwart of uh, of doing right by Americans. <laughs> yeah. Meta, that's where we're going to go. Or YouTube, Google, that's what we're going to do. Run to, you know. I wonder it. what all those people would do. I mean, are they going to sit on, I mean, Snapchat is a different kind of platform than I TikTok guess X is, could so bring Vine be... back. Yeah, and, I mean. You know, the fact they let it, they, TikTok wouldn't even exist if Twitter hadn't uh, deleted Vine. And I remember Vine, when it was like six, seven years ago. Yeah, and it was a, it was mm. the pre-TikTok. I remember Short that. Short form now. videos. It didn't catch on that big though, right? It, it did. It was big, man. But I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know if they were just trying to, maybe Instagram was chipping away or whatever happened. They decided to fold it. And they were right on the cusp of it being something huge. I mean, don't you think so? If if they ban TikTok, some uh, American tech company is just going to come up with the same thing. Sure. Do well, I, I think if they, if they ban it, everybody just morphs over to, you know, your Instagram or Elon brings Reels back. I mean, um, Vine back as part of X. But here's the problem: it's an entire industry. There's people, hundreds of thousands of Americans, hundreds of thousands. I would dare say millions of Americans who are full time TikTokers. Yeah. That's how they make their money. If you remove that stream of income, you're going to create an issue that you're uh, it was kind of like the opioid crisis. When you, when you when you made it impossible to get pain pills when you were actually in pain and then people st- start looking for the black market. They start looking at fentanyl and heroin and heroin and all that. When you remove people's source of income, that then well, Instagram all they got to say is, well, "Y'all can come over here. We ain't paying you." Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, I'm with you, man. I don't think competition creates marketplace. I mean, I, I I think it's a bad idea for them to do it, and it's gonna it's gonna anger a lot of people, whoever decides to do that. And actually, I'm sure they're probably gonna think about that in terms of the 2024 race. I mean, it, it, the conservatives have everybody pissed off at them as it is. I, mean, I say everybody. I mean, you got the abortion issue out there, regardless mm-hmm. of what your thoughts are on it. Politically, it, it, it's a it, it's not it has not played well for for the Republicans since they since they got Roe overturned. It just it just hasn't, and then you go over there and you and you talk about taking people's entertainment from. We live in a miserable world right now. If I can get lost in my phone enjoying TikTok for an hour a night or whatever, leave me alone. Yeah, I mean, and you I mean, you and I were talking about this yesterday morning, just on the phone, talking about taking when you make people angry and you take things away. Yeah, and that the left has done that with cancel culture, trying to take things away, and so conservatives get mad about that, and then now. The conservatives are trying to take out, take away TikTok, and then there, of course, there's abortion issue, and there's they want to do a national ban. I mean, that's when you really make people take yeah. pick sides. And, and to be clear, I'm not drawing a parallel from abortion to TikTok. no, I know, what you, but we're just you talking know, about taking things away, we're just taking things away that people have had. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's bad politically. And again, I mean, so you, on the abortion thing, if you believe in saving every human life, every human life matters, then that's the sword you fall on. I don't understand the TikTok thing. I just maybe regulate it better. I don't know. They already they already had to spin off and turn it into an American company, mm-hmm. the American version yeah. of it. And of course, they claim there's no ties to China anymore. 
whatever. They, I'm sure the DOJ can prove whatever they want to prove or disprove. I, well, Clay, you know the other thing, too, about this, and I know it's not information technology-based, but everything we buy for the last 40 years is made in China. Yeah. Everything. I mean, literally everything we buy. And, uh, and and now it's like, wait a second, well, TikTok's Chinese. Well, okay, I mean, do you have to get rid of your dishware now because it's made in China? I know that's not taking sure. your information, the dishware, but everything, you know, that we ha- that we use, that's why our, you know, our manufacturing capability has been bad over the last 40 years because we outsourced it to China. And, you know, that's why, of course, during the pandemic, we ran into those issues about things we could make, things we couldn't. I mean, I was buying tons of nitrile gloves during um, COVID and selling them to the state of Mississippi because it was hard for the state to get them. And I mean, so everything we buy is coming from there anyway. And now they're like, well, we get, we got to ban TikTok, though, because it's information based. I don't know. It sounds a little ridiculous. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yerkeron on WYAB. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yerkeron. Hey, guys. This segment is going to be brought to you by my friends over at Reliable Rental Equipment. I've got some updated information here in front of me, some point-of-sale stuff that's been sitting on my dresser at the house that I think can help uh, sell you on doing some business with reliable rental equipment. Guys, have you seen these air tow trailers? Sean, have you seen these? No, it's I where seen that. you can pull the trailer up and drop the the surface all the way to the ground. Oh, and, that's and, pretty cool. Yeah, and the wheel wells are actually on the outside. Yeah. So, like, say you've got something really low you need to ride up on there that you don't need to go up a ramp. Mm-hmm. It's basically just like driving it flat, just just straight up onto the surface. Huh. I mean, you you wouldn't even know it. Wouldn't even know you were driving it up on the ramp. Like uh, in this picture here, it's like a scissor lift, anything like that. Imagine guys, you hot rod guys. They got these super low, super low vehicles, race cars, whatever. You could drive it straight up on. They've got these uh, dump trailers, all this stuff. Check out air tow trailers. You can rent or buy them from from um, reliable rental equipment. Here's the deal. You can't go get these. The closest next place you can go get these are like Ohio or California, they are the exclusive dealer in the entire region. So you're not going to run over to Alabama or Brookhaven or anywhere else and, and get one. They, they are the exclusive dealer for air tow trailers. And like I said, you can also rent them. But, of course, they've got, <clears throat> if you're not in the market for a trailer, you can, of course, go rent all your heavy equipment from them. Everything from a zero-turn X-Mark mower to a skid steer bulldozer. I mean, look, I'm not a big heavy equipment guy, but you guys that do it, you know what you need. It sounds they, fun, though. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It does sound like a lot of fun. They got it there. And, of course, they also have rollback dumpsters. They can also offer the people to fill up those dumpsters. They do tree service and removal. And, of course, uh, if you rent any of this heavy equipment you can't operate it, they offer uh, operators at a daily rate, which I believe will end up saving you money versus paying a third-party contractor to bring their equipment out and run it all day. So check them out. They're located right there on Meadowbrook Road in Jackson, right across the old Meadowbrook movie theater. Brand new, beautiful facility they built there. Tore down a couple old buildings. Really invested back into the community. I commend them for that. That's Reliable Rental Equipment, ms.com. Go see my buddy Brad Patridge and the whole team over there. And a happy a day late birthday to the owner of the place over there. Saw it on Facebook yesterday. So happy birthday to the boss man at Reliable Rental Equipment. Oh, I've got one. It's a happy birthday to the Marine Corps from my fellow Marines, current and former. Today is the uh, 248th birthday of the Marine Corps. 
Heck yeah. What y'all say? Hoo-ha, hoo-ha? Hoorah. Hoorah. <laughs> yeah. Hoorah. And, I, you know, uh, Corey tuned me up early on in our friendship. Uh, I introduced him as a former Marine one time. Mm-hmm. There are no former Marines. <laughs> right? That's true. Once a Marine, always a Marine. Once a Marine, always a Marine. That's I what, like, yeah. Like, they, uh, lesson learned, lesson learned. And the best story is a few guys started the uh, Marine Corps in a bar in Philadelphia. You know, <laughs> that's, how, that's, how, that's the formation, which is so fitting. Absolutely. It's very fitting. Well, when I when I tried to join the the military back there in the mid nineties, I'd gotten fired from a job or quit a job or something. I couldn't come home without a job. I just stopped by the recruiter's office on the way. I'm like, well, which one do I go in? I was like, the Marines. Those are the badasses. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'll make it through boot camp, but I want to be a badass. And um, end up going to MEPS and all that stuff. And uh, I've been deaf for a long time. Mm. Even the equipment back in the mid nineties could tell I couldn't hear. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask about that. I guess that was yeah. probably disqualifying one mm-hmm. that part. Yeah, that's, I mean, um, you know, so now I guess everybody that was in the Marines probably looks back and you talk to friends around their branches and, and sometimes I'm like, why didn't I think about joining the Air Force? You know, it seems like such a better deal. The Navy. <laughs> yeah, everybody had like a better deal. Coast Guard. Like, you hear about all this stuff, like people have like, oh man, we did this and we had that. I'm like, God, that sounds great. <laughs> so, like Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, look, I don't, absolutely no knock. On any of the other branches, no, I, mean, no, I never I, served in a single yeah, one, so I'm not, not going to sit here and nitpick. But I will say, you just look at Marines differently. Yeah, it's it's definitely a great experience. It's uh, it's something you'll never forget, and um, that's why I guess you know we uh, all of us. I see everybody on my Facebook feed that was a Marine immediately puts it up and like, hey, look, happy birthday. We had, all had to go through this. <laughs> all right, let's see here. Let's see here. Um, we talked about the TikTok stuff. Sean, you had some stuff you wanted to hit. Yeah, last night we were talking about uh, Robert Kennedy and RFK and his um, and the new polls that are coming out, talking about the support that he would get as you know as he's, he's making a third party run right now, and um, how he's ticking off support from Biden and Trump, both of them, and people. And there's a really great article in the New York Times about that. It came up a few days ago, saying that interviewing people that said if you know if it's just trump or biden who would you vote for and some people of course say biden some say trump and what what if rfk jumps in and then you got a whole swath of people saying yeah because we don't like either of those guys Mm -hmm. and it seems like the general theme is was interesting to me is that the whole country and i forget what the percentage it's like 69 percent, 70 percent of the country don't want biden or trump to be the ticket i mean the the you know opponents right they want they want somebody else yeah and rfk is kind of fitting that hitting that little mark there where people from both sides are like, yeah, I'd vote for him. I think, you know, I thought about it and I was, when I was texting you about last night, I think people are at, maybe we're at this point, I'm not saying he's going to win or anything. I think he probably won't, but um, I think everybody's thirsty for this now, like something else. Like we're just, we've hit this point of critical mass where we're just, everybody's tired of that. As you always call it the uniparty and all, and the things like we were talking about in the debate where we're going to go through another endless Middle East war again, or we're going to do all these things that everybody's just tired of. And I was, um, I was sitting there the other night, I was talking to uh, somebody that, um, that had, had young kids and, and he, and he made a good point. He's like, Look, man, he's like, not that I don't support Israel and stuff, but, I mean, is my kids going to have to go to another endless Middle East war for another 20 years? People are getting, people are really yeah. thinking about this stuff after what, what we've seen for the last two decades of what's going on. And I don't, I don't know. There's a, it just seems to be reading this article like there's just a yearning for something else that people want. Will, will that yearning prevail at the box office? I don't know. That's the thing. I, I don't think so. I, yeah. My prediction would be it would not. But I, I, I don't think it's going to. In 24. 
Now, the country's got to make it to 28. Mm-hmm. But I think, of course, my prediction is Trump 24. I'm going to ride that on out. But I, I, I like the energy in the room with people wanting something different. I just feel like we got to have a Trump to go right some wrongs. He knows who the he knows who the deep state is. And he knows how to go drain the swamp. And if he can't do it, then he'll go down as a failure. If he gets a second opportunity and makes the same bad hires that he made the first time around, but I, I want to give Trump a chance without being without being harassed with PP gates and Russia gates and uh, fake impeachments and all this stuff and a and a pandemic brought on by. Anthony Fauci and the Democrats to hurt Trump. You know, I threw that in there, but I, I want to see Trump unabated for four years without having to worry about reelection and everything else. Well, I think that also goes to the same. It was like kind of a set of articles where right now Trump is leading in the what five battleground states. Mm-hmm. He's beaten Biden. Um, and right now, what they're saying, majority of voters taken in those same polls, fifty-seven percent are for uh, for Biden and fifty-six percent. Trump said they felt unfavorably towards the two men. Sorry, I'm not saying that right. The 57% feel unfavorably about Biden, 56% feel unfavorably about Trump. And um, and this, I love this one quote. There's a lot of people in the United States, and you're telling me that these are the only two guys we can come up with? It, it's a Julie Mock 60, a banker in Las Vegas. Really? Is this it? This is our two choices? Can't we come up with somebody just a little bit younger? And I think there's just a general feeling like that, where well, people feel like these guys are too old to be president, and we need to let a new generation take over. And you and I have discussed this a million times about Congress, like all these people in Congress that have made this into their lifelong career, and now they're in their 80s, and they're still there running the country. Well, the Republican side, and I, I, I hate feeling like I'm shilling for them because they're also part of the Uniparty. They're just, in my eyes, a little less evil. The Republican Party is having a primary system yeah. does have the primary system working I mean, trump is leading all the polls the people are choosing trump right now that, that is why trump is in the lead overwhelmingly the people are choosing trump the democrats are not allowing a primary yeah i think it's that's an interesting question too because generally if there's an incumbent president you don't primary your incumbent president this is a different the last time i think the democrats said that was with ted kennedy in 1980 mm-hmm. and jimmy carter um the um george hw bush was primaried in 92 and um, so I think um, I would think a primary would be an out for them, where they don't have to send the old bastard home. Yeah, I think. Well, I think Excuse that my you, know, <laughs> you know the. Uh, I think you know this weekend we were talking about how there's a definitely a break with the Democrats because David Axelrod, if anybody doesn't know who him, he's kind of like the James Carville to to Barack Obama. I mean, they they've been together for a long time, well before Barack Obama was president, and uh, he came out suggesting that Biden shouldn't run for a second term. So to me what that indicates is that he wouldn't have said that unless Obama gave the go ahead to do that, which indicates that that's a big break. That there is like, okay, wait a second. We don't think that you need to um that you need to run for president. And, I mean, if you're on the Democrats, Clay, think about it this way. You're looking at these polls and you're like, this ain't good. I mean, it's everybody I mean, but, this... but Obama coming out and saying mm-hmm. you need to you need to you need to go home. Which would if he's Axel got Rod, his guy saying it. He's got his guy saying it. I mean, if Axelrod is saying it, that means Obama's saying it and Biden yeah. knows that and Biden's people know that. Yeah. So that's where that's so that was the biggest shift I saw this weekend that that Obama took a split from him through a proxy. And I think um you know, and again I can't blame them. I mean, if you look at these polls where sixty nine percent of the country, seventy percent of the country doesn't want either two of them, and Biden has got, you know, his, his historically unpopular and things are the country's not moving in the right direction according to 
the polls, the voters feel like we're on the wrong track. I, for, I forget the number, but it's a huge number. Vast majorities think the country's on the wrong track. So you got all that cooking. It doesn't sound like a re- recipe for re-election. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. You got about a minute. Hey, Clay. It's Scott. Good morning. Hey, hey Scott. I t- hey, Scott, let's do this. I, I want to give you a second. Hold on. Through, can you hold on to the break? Oh, yeah. No hold, problem. Hold on to the break. We'll come right back to you. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Cron. We got Scott on hold. Should be good. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We've had Scott sitting on hold for a while, so we're going to go straight to Scott here on the phone. Hey, brother. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Yeah, on the uh, on the TikTok deal, uh, you know, a lot of people. A lot of people think, well, you know, it's just because it's a Chinese company, and that's just that's just why you know Republicans hate them so much, and and that sort of stuff. There's there's so much more to unpack there. If uh, if you followed any any uh, any hearings on it to some of these committees, or actually you know had a full understanding of what of what TikTok's been doing, they push they push content on purpose that is harmful and destructive. Here in the United States, in the Western world, the TikTok version that's over in the CCP—that's the equivalent of the of the family member on social media that pushes quotes from Mark Twain and Socrates and and Dale Carnegie that are about being productive members of society and applying yourself and working hard and being a critical thinker and all that stuff. That's that's the version of TikTok that exists over in China, and it works. They. They actually started that version over there first, and they pushed that to their young people on TikTok. And in they see they they have the metrics that see that it makes a difference in in the productivity of of their youth. The content that gets pushed over here is is divisive, and it's uh, you know it's street fights. It's it's these uh, you know Palestinian Islamic you know, sympathizers here, these, these, these little pink haired, blue haired chicks on their college campuses that are doing the little monologues about how Islam is really, is really great for women. I don't know where they're getting that, but they push that. I'm not on TikTok, Clay, but if I went on TikTok as a 53 year old man in Mississippi, TikTok would think that I want to see pro-Palestinian uh, propaganda. Because it wants me to see it, not because I go anywhere or follow anyone to give them that impression. It wants me to see it. And Xi Jinping specifically said publicly that TikTok is what he calls their secret weapon for destroying the West. He's openly stated that. So, you know, just knowing all those things, if it's if it's. I know it's a tough thing. I know it's not fun. But if your kid's favorite toy is a loaded gun, are you going to take it away? Because that's what you guys were talking about. You know, they want to take away abortion. They want to take away TikTok. It's going to tick off a lot of people. Yeah, government does a lot of stuff that's going to tick off a lot of people. doesn't mean they're not supposed to do it or they shouldn't. So, you know, I hate to say it, but TikTok is, is being weaponized against our culture and our nation. Man. And either we're going to take it seriously, or we're going to go. Well, yeah, but you know, my kid really likes crack cocaine. I don't want to take it from him. I mean, it's destroying his life, but he wouldn't like me if I took it from him. I'm not going to take his crack pipe. 
What uh, kind of parent, parent would I be? Scott, I'm it's forty. A tough decision, man. I'm a forty-six year old. I'm a forty-six year old Mississippian, and I've, I've never put a pro Hamas video in front of me on my TikTok. Well, maybe maybe not something quite that um, that you know obvious, right? Now, like I said, I'm not on TikTok, yeah, so I, I don't know. Look, if, if, uh, if TikTok is no worse than Instagram or any of the other ones, I mean, the only one out there that that gives that gives the other side a fighting chance is X. And unfortunately, the only people on X are culture warriors on both sides. It's just kind of fighting with each other. TikTok and Instagram and all these other places, these are where the quote-unquote the normies are at. And that's where we need to be on the battleground is on those apps and on those sites, putting our content on there and trying yeah, to yeah. get to the while heads it, of these while people. While it exists, I agree. Yeah. I agree with you. While it's there, you have to do it. Uh, Vivek, Vivek Raswami, he's on it because... That's that's where you have to reach out to people, but it it can't be regulated or sufficiently controlled when it's not being run by a U.S. company, and that's just the fact. The others are run by U.S. companies, so they could be regulated and sufficiently controlled to some extent. Well, that's but that's for sure. TikTok They've definitely not. been controlled. All right, brother. Appreciate it, Scott. All right. Yep. Have Thanks. a good one. You too. Man, I understand where he's coming from, but I'm a, I feel like I can safely say I'm the in-house social media expert. Yeah, you, 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 yes, you are. You are all about TikTok. <laughs> well, like, and Instagram yeah. and Facebook. But and, especially you like TikTok because you do, you really, I mean, you really get into the weeds of that. You know? And I didn't until the last year here, but it's where you get the most response. You tend to gravitate towards the place you get the most response. And maybe it is a bit like a, a drug. I get that. I agree that social media is a bit like a drug. It gives you a dopamine hit. The more views, the more likes, the more this, the more that. You know, But good luck taking this from people and, and thinking it's going to win you an election. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's good. That's, I mean, it's not going to be a good – it's not a good strategy to win an election if we're just putting in that context. And I get what Scott was saying. Yeah, I mean, he's I mean we're just talking about the fabric points. of America, sure. Um, it, but it, look, TikTok ain't a nickel's worth uh, – ain't a nickel more evil than Google and and Meta. Well, th- and that's what I was kind of thinking. I don't – you know, I don't use TikTok like you do. I do when you send me stuff. But other than that, I'm just not a TikTok guy. But I do get on X or Twitter and Instagram and Facebook constantly. And, I mean, I see all that kind of stuff too. I mean, it's they, there's – pro-Palestinian this, pro-whatever. You know, there's there's negative yeah. stuff, I think. I'm not saying pro-being... You know what I'm trying to say. I'm yeah. not trying to say being pro-Palestinian is negative. Being pro-terrorist is negative, I think. But, um, so, I mean, I think that's everywhere. That's just information that's everywhere. There's tons of it, and some of it's bad, some of it's good. Yeah, look, I mean, I'd I'd be willing to, to ban college campuses where the real indoctrination is going on before I would TikTok. <laughs> just, just, just ban them all. Ban liberal professors. Well, yeah. again, I don't think that's good. I think, that I think Shad super, White's leading the way. Uh, I mean, I don't think you should ban anybody with anybody's perspective, but um, yeah, well, I, I allow, think, allow others. I, that's that we 100 percent agree on. Yeah. That is a problem. That is yeah. a big problem. If, um, not allowing both perspectives, and I'm just you know I'm for that as much as you can be on uh, to allow both perspectives come forth. But you're right. Yeah, there's been uh, there's been an indoctrination to get to not allow yeah. that kind of perspective on, on campus, which is wrong. And I, and I guess that's why I fight a little bit for the social media stuff. Cause at least I feel like to an extent we're allowed to, to have a voice there where on college campuses, we are not. Yeah. I didn't, when I say we, I mean, people write a center. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there was a, I mean, I remember Bill Maher was talking about this a few months ago where they didn't, 
allow Ann Coulter to speak. It, was it Berkeley? One of Maybe it was like a year they, or two they ago. They rioted when Ben Shapiro went to one of them. I, mean, I, would just, I told you I watched that Ben Shapiro uh, town hall he had at the University of Chicago, and it was, I mean, people were going crazy mad mm-hmm. at this dude, which I, you know, it sounds funny. I, I mean, I think Ben Shapiro is really smart, and I like listening to his stuff, even though I agree with him a lot of the times, but you, I don't know why you wouldn't want to hear his perspective. He's, it's, he's got a very intelligent perspective, even if you don't agree with it. All right, let's take a break. Come back, close out the first hour. Coming up top of hour two, True Crime Mama. Speaking of from speaking of which, TikTok. We'll be right back on the clay. I need to show. watch your TikTok real quick. We speaking will. With Sean Yerkeron. Welcome back to the Clay Edwards show. Live here with Sean Yerkeron on WYAB. Sean, real quick, man. Let's plug what's for lunch down at Martin's today. It is you know what I love about Martin's? They break the mold. Uh, so many places have great, great fried catfish plates, and one of our other great sponsors today do. But if you if you kind of burn on catfish fry every Friday, Martin's has got fried chicken, <laughs> fried chicken on Friday. So that's the blue plate special today at Martin's. They're open from eleven to two. Get down there, check them out. Enjoy the best bar in town. As well as the best drinks, the best atmosphere, best live music. I'm telling you, I've said this before. It's the best live music venue in the state of Mississippi, outside of the casinos, and a good place to watch a football game tomorrow is Ole Miss Georgia. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, they got the big, they got 80 inch TVs every everywhere you turn your head in there. The closest thing that I can compare Martin's TV setup to is what uh, is what Twin Peaks had back in the day. Yeah, just, just lines of big TVs all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, Jackson is actually sports bar rich. Uh, pe- people don't understand how many great little sports bars we have. Yeah, and Martin's is one of those places that's not only a sports bar but it's a live music venue and a restaurant. And I can't tell you how hard it is to be all three. Most places fail at it miserably. Martin's excels at all three. Get down there, check them out. A lot of great concerts coming up. Check them out at Martin's Downtown JXN dot com. Get your tickets now for the weeks. Christmas uh, back-to-back Christmas shows, December fifteenth and fifteenth and sixteenth. The Doors tribute band, the Grateful Dead tribute band, and more coming to Martin's downtown. I see my old buddy Kerry Hudson is going to be down there on December twenty-third. Should be a great time then as well. All right, Sean, we got about a minute here. We ran over a couple segments, guys, so we had a. This one was going to be short, but sometimes you just can't stop in the middle of conversation. You got, you just got too much going on. I. I I want to end this with this, and Sean, you'll have you'll have a minute, a second here. Sure. Conservatives, we got conservatives. We can't go quite straight to banning everything that we don't like. Democrats do that too, and we call it cancel culture when they do it. We got to figure out a way to work within what's there and to compete at least until we've created our own completely parallel. Economy, and I know that uh, Dan Bogino and those guys are literally have a company called Parallel Economy, and God bless them. But until we've created these other cultural things that people outside of the culture war want to partake in, uh, your truth socials and rumbles of the world are just kind of echo chambers until we get normies involved. So we need to go where the normies are, and we need to try to make our impression felt there, our message felt there. Yeah, now I mean, I think you know. 
I've always said this, and I know, and we we agree on this completely. Like this cancel culture on on both sides or whatever, it's just insane. And that's yeah. kind of what got us to the same point of distrust, or one of the one of the reasons we're here now. And I mean, if we're, you know, now the left is engaging into big time. Twenty years ago, the right used to do it when the Dixie Chicks and all that kind of stuff. We'll be we'll be right back. Hit catch off. Yep. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.